the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm honored. Today is Monday, September the 27th, 2021, in the year of our Lord. Today on September 27, 1996, in Afghanistan, the Taliban, which then was a band of former seminary students, they drove the government of the um, president, uh, Rabini, out of Kabul. They captured the, the capital. They executed one of the former leaders, all in the name of Allah. That was today in 1996. Some things never change. Today in 1779, John Adams was named by Congress to negotiate the Revolutionary War's peace terms with Britain. Today in 1939, Warsaw, Poland surrendered after weeks of resistance to the invading forces from Nazi Germany, the Soviet Union, during World War II. Both Soviet Union and Germany were focused on Poland. Today in 1964, the government publicly released the report, our government, of the Warren Commission, which concluded that Lee Harvey Oswald had acted alone in assassinating President John F. Kennedy. Many still do not believe that. Today in 1979, Congress gave its final approval to forming the U.S. Department of Education, thus federalizing the education of your child. Today in 1994, more than 350 Republican congressional candidates they gathered on the steps of the U.S. Capitol to sign what they called the Contract with America. Newt Gingrich headed that up. It was a 10-point platform they pledged to enact if voters sent a GOP majority to the House. The voters did, and so did they. They did what they said they would do. Today in 2016, scientists announced the first baby born from a controversial new technique that combined DNA from three people, the mother, the father, and another person, an egg donor. They said at the time the goal was to prevent the child from inheriting a fatal genetic disease. That may have been the goal of some of the scientists working on it, but the overall goal was not that at all. That study and that action was funded primarily by homosexual activists who had an agenda that was not to help a child from inheriting a fatal genetic disease from its mother. They wanted to change marriage. They wanted to redefine marriage and family. They still do. But this was an opportunity, an effort to begin to break down the norms of family, a father, a mother, a man and a woman married. That's what this was really all about. I talk about it on this program. If you've been listening for a few years, you may remember that. Today in 2018, Christine Blasey Ford. Remember her? She spoke with that scratchy little voice when she was on camera. She said that she was 100% certain 
that she was sexually assaulted by Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh when they were teenagers. But nobody in her circle of friends, nobody had any recollection of her ever mentioning that, ever. And yet the women shrieked in Congress, the liberals, the progressives, you've got to believe the woman. You've got to believe the woman. Yet when Joe Biden was accused not so long ago by by a woman who had told her mother and others at the time when the senator accosted her, there was a lot of evidence that this woman was telling the truth. But that's different. It was about Joe Biden. That story went away in a heartbeat. So a lot of people in our country today are losing confidence in our government, the people that are charged with taking care of things in America, whether it's the border, whether it's America's bank account or whatever it is. There's a lot of people today that are getting very, very upset, even distraught over what's happening in our country. I was reminded of a verse in Hebrews. I've preached on it as a pastor a number of times over the years. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 and 36. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence. It's hard to have confidence in today's world and in our, particularly in our country right now. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment, but cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. This whole verse and the following verse is about where we place our confidence. For you have need of patience. Don't worry. Don't get distraught. Don't get anxiety ridden. For you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. The promise is peace. The promise, of course, is eternal life. Not suggesting here that we earn that by doing the right things. The right thing that we do is to believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is indeed the Son of God and that he did indeed come to this world to save Gary Randall from his sins, because I could not save myself, and neither could you. And when we come to a point in our life, no matter what's going on around us, all of the confusion, and there is a lot of confusion, but when we get to the point where we can't deal with it anymore, the thing that God himself is asking us to do is to bring our burdens to the Lord and leave it there. And the first burden and the primary burden is that of sin, because all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And we need a savior. And yet in, in the economy of eternity, we cannot save ourselves because God cannot look on sin and only God could do it. And he sent his son. When we believe that Jesus Christ is indeed the son of God who came, who died, who was raised from the dead, And we ask him, we confess he is who he says he is. And we ask him to forgive us of our sins. Our lives are dramatically transformed at that moment. Sometimes we feel this sense of something big going on. And sometimes 
We don't feel anything. But it is a fact that our life changes now and for eternity. So these kinds of scriptures, as the writer of Hebrews was saying, are, is based on these fundamental truths that God is the ultimate source of our patience and our confidence. We cannot do it on our own. That's why we read in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, a part of this verse is often quoted, but the verse says, six, verse 6 says, Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. If we had time, we could go into the context of that. It's very interesting. But just to say that we live in a world that is really spinning out of control. And to say otherwise, a person is either in denial or is an out-and-out liar. (laughs) Because our world is out of control right now, particularly here in beautiful America. Yesterday on New York's WABC at 7.70 a.m., it's a big talk radio station in New York, Senator Marsha Blackburn was on there talking to the host. His name is John. They were talking about the U.S.-Mexican border. Most everybody is talking about that now, and I want to talk a little bit about it today. But she said that the Biden's open border policy is turning every town in America into a border town and every state into a border state. That's true because they are, they are whisking thousands. I'm not overstating thousands and thousands and thousands of illegal immigrants into communities scattered all over this nation. Sometimes the authorities, the officials in these towns and cities don't even know they're coming. Sometimes they simply work, the government simply works through Catholic charities or something similar to that. They're making a a lot of revenue is coming to them, the organization, for working with them. They don't say anything about it. I'm not accusing Catholic charities of anything except they're working hand in glove with infusing these illegals into the communities all across America. That's where we find ourselves today. And yet, in the context of all of this, and nobody is really questioning what's happening. I mean, it is happening. Some are beginning to question, what is this president thinking? And I'm not talking about Republicans, I'm talking about Democrats. And they're saying, what's going on here? Biden is telling the press this morning that his $3.5 trillion spending agenda will actually cost America nothing. I'm quoting him. It will cost you zero dollars. He's spending, he's printing $3.5 trillion in money And he's telling us and our children and grandchildren that it will cost us zero dollars. Honestly, we are living through that fairy tale about the emperor has no clothes. Nobody on this planet, but perhaps President Biden himself, believes that. But he's saying it with a straight face. It will cost you zero When photos started appearing showing a U.S. Border Patrol on horseback 
appearing to whip Haitians trying to enter the United States illegally, the president, the vice president, Representative Maxine Waters, and a whole bunch of others burst into their righteous outcry. They were wailing and shrieking over this. President Biden called it beyond embarrassment. I'm quoting him, the president. When he saw a picture of a border guy on a on a horse with the, holding the reins in his hand, he saw the reins hanging down, and he saw some black people there from Haiti trying to get into our country illegally, and this guy is trying to cut him off and do his job, which we taxpayers pay him to do. He's doing exactly what we hired him to do as we the people. When Biden saw this, he didn't ask a question. He immediately went to the press and he said, beyond embarrassment, dangerous, wrong, he promised. No more horseback patrol. I'm cutting them off. And the Border Patrol officials who did this will pay. That's the president of the United States. That was his reaction to the photo he saw. Vice President Harris, Representative Maxine Waters, they echoed his righteous call for justice for the strangers. Those strangers Biblical strangers at the border who were whipped by this man, this government official. However, this righteous indignation was actually misguided self-righteousness. None of it was true. Once again, the Biden administration was dead wrong. And so were his social justice warriors of the left. We need to be informed. We need to be not misled. We need to be enlightened on what's going on in our world today. So I want to thank you for supporting what we do here on this program to the best of our ability. I'm not suggesting we have all the answers. I've never thought that nor said it. But we do we do our work and we try to get to what's going on each day in the culture. And we try to look at it from a biblical perspective. And I know many of you appreciate that and you support it. And I want to thank you for supporting it. We need a little extra help. I mentioned that last week. Not going to make a big deal out of it. But um, if you can help a little extra, that would be great. But thank you for your regular monthly support. That keeps us on the air. Our address is Box 399 Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Box 399 Bellevue, 98009. Or you can uh, contribute online. More and more people are doing that, actually. You can go to our website. It's faithandfreedom, faithandfreedom.us, not .com, .us. The page that comes up, you'll see an article that I would have written that day if it's a weekday. And you'll see my name at the top. There are a lot of faith and freedoms out there today, and many organizations are using that name. But um, we've been using it for a very long time. But nonetheless, you'll see my name on there, too. We've added that to the name of the ministry because it was creating some confusion. As I said, when President Biden saw the pictures, he knew that he was looking at injustice and cruelty in the face. On Friday, the president told the world, quote, to see people treated like they did, horses running them over, People getting strapped, it's outrageous. I promise you those people will pay. Those people, as I said, are our officials who are charged with keeping our borders safe. Does Biden hate them that much? No, he just believes in open borders or he believes in a passive kind of position 
where he just won't challenge anything and calls everything that disagrees with his agenda unrighteous or horrible or unthinkable or whatever. Vice President Harris, she joined the outcry. She went on ABC's with the ladies there on The View. She said, Vice President Harris, you don't see much of her anymore, but she's out there. She's just staying under the radar with her, stay with her own tribe, you know, the, like the people, on the women on The View and so on. She said, quote, I was outraged by it. It was horrible. It was deeply troubling. There's been now an investigation that is being conducted, which I fully support, and there needs to be consequences and accountability. Representative Waters, <laughs> she she really took this on. I mean, she was really indignant about it. She um, she echoed the outrage, for sure, of President Biden and Vice President Harris. But she also, yesterday, was on MSNBC. That's NBC's news, so-called news channel. And she was on there, and she said the Haitians are not being treated as human beings. And she said the reason is because they're black. Waters said, I'm quoting her, she said, they should treat them like they're treating the Afghans. We're bringing Afghans by the thousands into the country, and they deserve to be brought in because they assisted us in the war. That's how they should be treating the Haitians, bringing in those who are eligible, vaccinating, and making sure that we're not simply trying to drive them back with our border patrol on horses with their reins looking as if they're beating them. MSNBC said, uh, for clarification, they said, you mentioned the Afghan refugees, those coming into our country. This is NBC questioning her. Why the different approach to them versus the Haitians? And, of course, Maxine Waters responded very quickly. Waters said, quote, Let me just say this, that Haitians have been the victims of, you know, not only our country, but Canada and France for years. Historically, they're black. They're poor. It's the poorest country in the hemisphere. They've been exploited. She said, It does not appear that they have seen, they're, that they're seen in the same way that others are seen. Haitians have been victims because... They were the first country to fight off, you know, the repression of France. Of course, France has made them pay a big price for it. Yes, I think they're treated differently because they're black, because they're Haitians, because traditionally they have not been treated as human beings, and on and on and on and on and on. Well, that's sick. It's just plain sick. And we talk about a racial problem in our country. She is the racial problem. A black woman calling everything that she doesn't like racist. And she doesn't even know what she's talking about, particularly in this issue. I've worked in a lot of countries in our world, in third world countries. I've not done missionary work in Haiti, but I've been in, and it is probably the worst. I mean, I agree with that. There's no question about it. But there are underlying issues there, and I don't have time to get into that today, but there are underlying issues there that have kept Haiti where they are culturally. And it doesn't have to do with France so much as it has to do with voodooism and and black magic and a lot of other things. But nonetheless, they are people and we should care for them. And that's why people like Franklin Graham and all of these people that run these, these upfront, effective ministries helping people in need are there. And they're there every time there's an earthquake, every time there's a flood, every time there's a hurricane. It's the Christians that show up there, the white Christians to be precise, that show up to do the work. And for her to stand up and shoot off her face about something she doesn't even know about, she doesn't deserve 
to be. I don't care what color her skin is. It isn't about the color of her skin. It's about her ineptitude. She shouldn't even be in Congress. And yet the people that she represents continue to elect her. She's one of the most uninformed people in Congress. She just doesn't care. She's so secure. She lives in an alternative world from the people that elect her. She doesn't live like the people she represents. That's where we are. President Biden just couldn't let go of the moment because of his outrage. He continued to the press again. (laughs) He's talked to the press more about this than I think about China or anything else in the last while. He later told the press, quote, it sends the wrong message around the world. It sends the wrong message at home. It's simply not who we are. Well, in a sense, the president was more right than he realized. He and his cohorts were sending the wrong message, and his and their stories of outrage are not who we are. The photographer got a hold of this. The guy that took these pictures, and the pictures have gone all on the Internet around the world. The photographer finally said, man, the president of the United States is not telling the truth. He said, this guy, th- these people on horses weren't beating anybody. Clearly, Biden has never ridden a horse. I'm not a horse person. I wanted to be Roy Rogers when I was about six, eight years old. But beyond that, I, I would like to ride a horse. I just don't have one, and I haven't ridden them. But these are horsemen. These are accomplished people. They're holding the reins in their hand. They're not beating anybody with it, but there's leather straps hanging down from their hand, and they're guiding their horse, and the horse is doing what he was trained to do, and the Border Patrol is doing what he's paid to do and doing a, a good job of it, given the limitations placed upon them. But with Biden's outrage and all of this, and this message sent around the world, the guy that took the pictures felt like he had to clarify a few things the president he said is dead wrong in an exclusive interview with uh ktsm it's uh nbc channel 9 it's in i forget what town that this was in it's in texas but he he called them uh, it was near where he was and he called them and he said hey i you know i want to give you a news conference they said yeah yeah they knew he was the guy that took the his name is paul ratchy he took the pictures He said neither myself or any of the photographers that were down there that day taking pictures, he said nobody saw any agents whipping anyone. He said some of the Haitian men started running, trying to go around the horses. He said, I've never seen them whip anyone. He he said the the rider was simply swinging his reins to control and and guide the horse and tell him what to do and so on. But that was misconstrued, he said, when they looked at the picture. They saw the reins hanging down from the rider's hand, holding the reins. And they said, oh, he's whipping the Haitian. Nobody else saw that except the people that are so far left, they're blinded by their own misled ideology. Ratchie said the photos have been misconstrued. Even CNN's Jake Tapper, he said yesterday, Quote, some of the initial descriptions of those images were patently false. That's CNN. And yet, our vice president, our president, Maxine Waters, and a host of other far-left people, they're so blinded by their own illusions and their own so-called progressive worldview that they can't even see the truth or they don't care. Actually, the horse patrol units that he's cutting off now, the president, 
they've been used at the U.S. border and for patrol for a long time. And again, the history is there if you if you care. They've been carrying out migrant rescues in remote and hazardous tra- uh, terrains all along the southwest border. Men and women on the horseback division of the Border Patrol regularly apprehend migrants who are involved in drug smuggling into the United States and all of that, and they save people's lives. People, illegals that are coming in the country, they get hurt or they they have a, some kind of a medical issue or whatever. These guys find them on the horses and they save their lives. I don't know. Confusion, consequences. Rather than the horse patrol whipping the migrants, it's the consequences of a confused, biased, and misinformed Biden administration that's whipping people all over the world, particularly here in our own country. I suspect the U.S. citizens and allies who helped our government, who were left behind in Afghanistan, are feeling a little whipped as well. They worked for our government, some of them up to 20 years, and when it was time to fulfill our promises and take them out of there before they get killed, Biden said, oh no, we're out sent the military out first, and then the others, he tried. <laughs> you don't even need me to talk about that. At a glance, any of us little people out here would know. I'll tell you, it's pathetic. And then 15,000 people show up from Haiti, but they weren't from Haiti. They're Haitians. Most of them weren't from Haiti. They were from South America. They've been living there in Chile, Brazil, not third world countries. And they just thought this was an opportune time to come into the United States. So they came. They were camped under the bridge. I talked about that last week. The left's favorite scripture to support Biden's political policies on illegal aliens is Leviticus chapter 19, verses 33 and 34. I want to talk to you just for a moment about that today. There's a lot of references in Scripture that talk to Israel, which is a model as far as how nations should be set up, as far as borders and culture and so on, and strangers. In Leviticus chapter 19, verse 33 and 34, the Bible says, If a stranger sojourn with thee in your land, you shall not vex him, but the stranger that dwelleth with you shall be unto you as one born among you. And thou shalt love him as thyself, and ye were strangers in a strange land. The left has built an entire movement on this and supporting scriptures. They are sincere, some of them, and some of them are simply using the Bible for political advantage. Both, however, are dead wrong. The stranger in Israel was an immigrant who was in the country with permission. Our founding immigration laws were based on the Judeo-Christian principles in regards to immigration found in the Bible. When a stranger is mentioned in the Bible, it always refers to a legal alien, not an illegal one, like Leviticus chapter 19. Borders are very important in the most ancient biblical times. In the Old Testament, scriptures used two different words to define the foreigner and an alien. A foreigner is, was a person from another land, like a tourist or businessman, who was in the country temporarily, but with permission. An alien was a person from another land who planned to take up residence again and with the permission of the host country. None of it was illegal. And yet they have, as they have inverted so many things, inverted that truth to serve a very failing, dangerous political 
ideology. And that's why we talk about these things from a biblical perspective each day. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for being with me today. I'll see you right here tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.